Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Pin It Deep is coming at you on a bye week this Saturday. So we answer all the questions you all asked. That's right. Every single question you all tweeted at us, we decided to answer. We get into that, some of the bye week thoughts on Kentucky football and, of course, our SEC predictions. But as always, like, subscribe, share, tell a friend, be a friend. Let's get into it. So go every time so others may every time. Get some. Live from KS Bar and Grill, introducing Pin It Deep with Max Duffy and Miles Butler, presented by Kentucky Sports Radio. Welcome into the bye week Saturday edition of Pin It Deep. Brent Wayne Scott in here with Max Duffy and rejoining us from the land of Greg Schiano and Rutgers, Miles Butler. Welcome back to KS Bar and Grill. Uh, it's good to be back. I'll be honest, I wasn't just in New Jersey. I was on a bit of a road trip. Um, had to turn down some job offers. As attractive as USC and LSU, LSU's interviews were, mm. um, I think I'm going to sit tight where I'm at here in Lexington for now. The Scarlet Knights didn't uh, tickle your fancy too much? Uh, there was some talk that he was the – Shiana was headed to USC, so then they interviewed me, then I followed his footsteps there, and then had to get some gumbo on the way back. But <laughs> none of the interviews went as well as I thought they would. Not the right fit for the family. I think I'm good where I'm at. How was the steeple races? You went to the steeple races in New Jersey, correct, the horse racing? I didn't see a horse, but I was at the event. <laughs> That's it was unbelievable. more of a tailgate. That's okay. Great. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so we're in here today on the bye week. Obviously, there's no game to get ready for. So uh, just like the players, we're actually going to do a bit of a bye week. We got a segment to get to you, get to you all right after this. But we want to start off first with uh, recapping just quickly uh, UK's first seven games this far. Um, mid-season MVP, what we think of the record. So, Max, I'll, I'll let you start us off with this one. Yeah, it's good. Good chance to take a deep breath, unwind, have a few beverages and just kind of relax as we are here on the couch, much like the team would yep. be. Um, I'm sure many of the players, probably the last thing they want to do is turn on college football this week. They're probably uh, seeing which bars have the best specials on. And I know the new clubhouse just opened in Lexington, so yep. I can guarantee you now, as you're listening on a Saturday morning, if you – go out the front or inside of Clubhouse in about mm, 12 to 14 hours, maybe 16 hours, you'll see the vast majority of our playing list probably walking into the Clubhouse. The so Clubhouse. You like, haven't heard like about it, have you? No, there's a, new, I haven't heard of this. there's a new bar called the Clubhouse yep. in Lexington. I'm getting too old for these things. We're going to have to try it out at some point, pen a deep appearance. But uh, in all seriousness, obviously a start to the season that I thought we were capable of. I wasn't sure if we were going to pull it off, but knew we were capable of. I remember reading the KSR predictions when the season started and thought they were all pretty harsh. I think the best person had, well, when I say the best person, the best prediction someone had was maybe eight and four. I'm not sure anyone had, maybe someone had us winning nine, maybe. I had nine. Okay. A few might have had nine. A- Adam Adam and Matt were the only ones with eight, I believe. Okay. And everyone else had nine? About it, yeah. Okay. So, that I mean, that's not terrible. It looks like it's going to be 11, but um, it's not terrible. Obviously, huge wins. We'd be super happy. Um, the production of Will Levis in the last few weeks has been the big thing for me. He looks like he's improved a lot. Uh, I thought against the best defense in the country, he looked really proficient. Mm-hmm. And with that continued play, I can't imagine that we would be losing too many games from here, Miles. I agree with that. I think looking into the season, most realistic fans had that gauntlet of LSU, Florida, Georgia. Not really positive about Georgia, but if we could get one of those three, the season would be pretty solid. And we honestly dominated two of the three. Mm -hmm. Um, I just hope we don't slip up on the back end because I think everyone should agree the way that we've looked the back half of the season. I think we have the easiest ranked schedule of anyone in Power 5 left. Um, Not dropping one of those games that we probably should be favored in all of is going to be a key to getting us to the bowl game that we want. I was about to say, Mississippi State and Tennessee will tell the tale yep. 
of this 2021 Kentucky football season. But for the front half, I've been really impressed. Uh, you can't ask for a better start. Six and one after going on the road in Athens. Get us for seven and zero. I mean, you can, but we've already talked You're about this. You're going to be that guy to say <laughs> that, huh? Listen, we did a whole segment miles on monday about this and we ended up scratching it so we could have the cow expert aaron clark on but um <laughs> even though he is the mvps of cows we're going to do our mvps of the kentucky football midway point through the season uh miles I'll let you start us off we'll wrap back around and then we'll start our segment i haven't even heard your two picks obviously we haven't talked about it but i think y'all are going to get into more of the player side i'm going to take the two coordinators mvcs okay. cohen and white um, and that is not to take away from any of the players. I think they've played well. But I think they've put together really, really solid game plans every single week and have the team really ready to go, especially Cohen. I think not – I mean, he was a coordinator a while ago, wasn't he? I think somewhere smaller, but obviously a big jump to the SEC. Colin plays, even though he's with the Rams. I think he's definitely been a, a – I think every fan would agree, a A-plus for the year from him. And then Coach White as well, I think, will struggle to retain him down the road just with how much success he has. And, and Stoops has kind of been able to take his hands off of the defense and let Coach White do his thing. It's funny you say that, though, because I feel like you could potentially argue LSU, but I don't think there's been a game yet where we've been complimentary on both sides of the ball and played the complete right. game. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, but they've both had their moments. And mm-hmm. when the offense has been down, Coach White's picked it up. When the defense has been struggling, Coach Cohen's been able to come in and pick it up. I, but I still think that they're – there's still a game, or well, hopefully five or six, really. But um, there's still a game that I'd love to see us put it both together. Like I'd love to see us shut out Mississippi State or keep them to seven and put up 42 at the same time. No doubt. Um, which would be awesome. My MVP for the season so far is Josh Pascal. I think he played one of the greatest games I've ever seen from a defensive player against Florida. Um, he has been going at it alone on the D line. When I when I say alone, we don't want to take away from. Every single D lineman, but there's definitely some youth in there, some inexperience, and his ability to hold that together. And I don't think there's been a team that has just run it at will. Now, Georgia looked ominous at times, um, but Josh's ability to have an influence up there when he's clearly getting double-teamed every game has been unbelievable and surely, surely, surely set him up for an extremely high draft pick. Well, I guess we should have talked about this before we, we did this because Josh Pascal is going to be my pick. You got to him first. So I guess my second pick would be Wandale. That's yep. a very popular pick. Um, I picked him early on in the season to be my entire season MVP. But starting off the way he has, um, he's been a real difference maker. The breakaway touchdown against Florida, he doesn't score that. Who knows what that game looks like. And uh, he's really elevated this offense to a new level. Obviously, not having Josh Ali on Saturday hindered some things, and the way Georgia schemed against him was was fantastic. But all in all, Wandell Robinson, it's hard to uh, to not pick him. So no, I think y'all both bring up a good point with your picks too, because it seems obviously Wandell's gotten a lot of attention. Same with Pascal, especially with some of the D linemen that have been injured. The fact that go hold ahead. on, I've got breaking news. Oh. Um, and this is funny because it ties into one. I just got a text from KSR's Jack Pilgrim. Okay, perfect. CJ Frederick, right now, selling PlayStation 5s for $450. <laughs> it's on his Twitter right here. So if anyone wants a PS5, um, don't do what I do. I'd like to know who is the man behind all those scams and how much money he's made. I think his name is Aubrey Tristan yeah, Owens. Yeah. It has to be. I mean, who has access to their – it has to be like – I don't know. T.J. Beisner, maybe? But it's incredible. Slacks? Is Slacks hacking into all these or guys' accounts? Or it's just been real the whole time, and we're just assuming that it's a scam. Well, it's a scam because I <laughs> I'm still out $450. <laughs> uh, the rest of the season, Mars, let's, yeah. let's try and be as truthful as we can be, although we always give a Kentucky bias, and we don't apologize for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we finish f- – I mean, the question is, can we finish 5-0? and zero? Yes, definitely can. I think, like we said, we're better than every team left. Um, the two we've mentioned, Mississippi State going there makes me nervous. But I think the game last year, like clearly Stoops has kind of got their whole deal figured out defensively. That was probably the best performance he's put on as a coach since he's been here. Um, and then Tennessee. Tennessee, as much as our fan base hates them and they've um, had some interesting tosses recently with some different sporting balls, um, they're, they're improving quickly. I think the coaching staff there is doing a good job. They looked good against Ole Miss. We'll see how they go against Bama this weekend. But that's one where I think we could see some athletes that could play with us that day. Well, here's what I told Max. Tennessee every year always has that one moment in the middle of the season where everything just goes downhill. That was last week. 
So they're going to play Alabama after that, maybe a bye week after that. Then us, I just see it going downhill for Tennessee from here. And, yeah, they've been better and they look dangerous. But for me, it's Mississippi State. I mean, Kentucky yeah. hasn't won. We talk about knocking down doors and you got to have the big home win. We got that this year. We wanted to compete with Georgia. Didn't do it the way we wanted to. Um, but another door that people seem to forget is Kentucky hasn't won at Mississippi State since 2008. You know, Kentucky's found a way to struggle there, even out of the bye. The last time they went to Mississippi State outside of a bye, they got absolutely dog-walked. I think it was like 45-7. to um, So it's paramount that Kentucky gets the ball rolling uh, in Starkville in a few weeks. We're going to do, obviously, a little preview coming up on Monday. Yep. Um, we're going to have Luke Fortner with us, which is going to be great. But uh, I'm just going to put out the early prediction, and I'll repeat it on Monday's show. We're going to absolutely steamroll Mississippi State because everyone's been talking about it and mentally we're going to be ready. The one I'm honestly worried about is Louisville yep. because mm-hmm. I don't know what – and it's just like the end of the season. Sneaky. Who knows where we're going to be injury-wise. And that's when we're going to need – we talked about it last week about making sure that field goal situation sorted out. Yep. At some stage, we're going to have to make a big one. And I feel like it's going to be like Louisville because – we all love the the juice system here. Eventually, statistically, the law of averages comes back to you. We've been pumping them in the last few years. Obviously, didn't play them last year, the years before that. And it's about time where we had a close one. And their quarterback's good. Yeah. I think he's any, – any mobile quarterback, you always get a little bit worried about. I think Louisville's good enough to give us a scare, especially if we don't play our best. You all keep talking about getting that field goal, so I think that's going to happen. But uh, the way you all feel confident about Mississippi State makes me much – Makes me feel much more confident about Kentucky going down to Starkville. Uh, not today, but next Saturday. You know what I'm extremely confident in? If you're, gonna, if you're trying to segue here, I was just about to do that. Our the ability building. of our fans and the pinheads <laughs> I knew it, I knew it. to continually like just chime in at times of need. Mm-hmm. The pinheads. We, we reached out to them today on Twitter and said, if you've got any questions at all, anything that's on your mind, anything that's plaguing you, anything you need to know immediately, write in, and we will answer every, yep. every single one question. <laughs> not one, not two, not 30, not 40, but I believe about 52 questions yep. are bully. about to be answered. <laughs> Half from Bully's Belly. Yep, Bully's Belly wrote in about 20 times. I'm not sure <laughs> if he thought he was going to get a cheeseburger for every question he wrote. Or maybe another gallon of apple juice. But thank you for writing in, everyone. We will go one by one. We can't guarantee you a long-winded question. Because I mean, long there's 52 of them. Unless you, yeah, unless you want to sit around all day. But we're going to get to them. Let's do it. Yep. So we're going to start off with our favorite folks at The Gate. Oh, The Gate. The Gate. The Gate. Man, the they gate. love us. So uh, the first question, why did at Max Duffy chicken out of attending The Gate for the LSU game and taking a part in a shot of redemption of Pappy? Uh, yeah, apologies for that. We were extremely busy. As much as I like Pappy, um, again, I didn't want to disrespect it with pouring the Coke in it, which I would have done. Um but extremely busy LSU. We will make it there at some stage. Yep. Um, this one comes from Jeff Moss. Okay. I want to know. Randy's dad. Probably, yes. I want to know more about how you wound up at Kentucky. Someone, someone in Austin. Well, I was about to say, we all are. Me or Max? I drove he didn't here. Clarify. This is just okay. how it started. Okay. He, did, okay. he said, somebody in Australia said you were coming to us, and we get the best punter in the country. Some other team got a lesser Australian fascinating to me well first off you and me aren't australian i i was born in kentucky yep. that's how i got here you probably flew okay did by you go plane, cruise or plane, did you fly? plane okay yeah. okay yep i did i i boarded the usual way the australians come over on the floating door what's the flight to get here uh Qantas, I, I can't, or american airlines i can't imagine it's a direct is it? <laughs> yeah it's not direct um about 40 hours to get here but uh thing for real uh, yeah, it took me forty-one. There's something. It took me forty-one hours to get back to Perth after our bowl game in uh, Charlotte. Did you leave like right after the game? Uh, well, basically. Uh, sorry, stayed that night because it was New Year's Eve, and we left the next day. Me and my dad. From the moment the plane took off out of Charlotte, took me forty-one hours to get back to Perth. That's insane. I yeah. always laugh at it because it's Thanksgiving week. We play Louisville every year, and Stoops usually gives you Thanksgiving Day. We practice in the morning. Gives you all of Thursday off after, and then Friday we don't meet till the afternoon, so it gives you a good pocket. If you're from close, you can go home, 
eat with your family, whatever. And he's always like, you know, if you want to go home, spend some time with your folks. And we always just looked at Max like, good luck. You but literally the, couldn't even fly the funny thing, The funny thing is on that as well, and we'll try to wrap this question up as quick as we can, um, was that any time we had a break, like even if it was a two-day break, I would always get the questions from staff like, are you going to head home? <laughs> like, and they would be like, oh, wait, it would probably not be convenient. Would it? Uh, no, not quite. I will say, though, I've got no concept of flying, so 41 hours just perplexes me. That, 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 I can't imagine a longer flight. You get through a couple movies. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, this one comes from Cats fan in Ohio. Which player, past or present, would Stoops least like to be assigned as a roommate for a road trip? I'll let you take that one first. Uh, you can cut this. I was going to say Marcus Walker, but um, <laughs> you make sure you cut that. Uh, I've got a good guess for this one, by the way. Um, who would he least like to be roomed with? No disrespect, but I'm going to throw my hat in the ring for, uh, for Boss Man Fat. Mm. Oh, wow. That'd be a good one. The thing no, because Stoops kind of likes the music and the dancing and that, so I think he'd, <laughs> he'd kind of be all for that. He'd be like, chuck on your record and let's listen to it and boogie down a little bit. Do you think he'd get in the, the music video, Stoops? Yeah, he'd be, he'd be down for that. I'm sure he will end up in one. Um, I would say... Grant McInnes, because Grant McInnes would probably steal all his food if he got mm. food delivered and Stoops was just having a quick shower. By the time he came out, it'd be all gone. That's, with him, though, he doesn't – I think at the hotel he gets a room to himself. Can you imagine how surprised he'd be if he walked in with a roommate? <laughs> just someone on his bed, just like a stepbrother that's moved in? I'd go any of the D linemen because most of them just talk, 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 and he'd want some peace and quiet the night before the game. Which player on the team could Max see – being the best at Australian rules football. This is from Bully's Belly, by the way. This got, is one I've of ten. A, I've got a guess to this one. All, all these questions are for Max, by for the way. I'd say Wilson. Wilson Berry would be pretty good, yeah, seeing good. as he's played before. He's yeah, good call. Well, yeah. glad we got that one answered. Um, <laughs> when is Morgan Newton going to be a guest on the podcast from yeah. <laughs> the Morgan Newton fan? Well, is that Isaac's son or Cam's brother? See, you don't know about Morgan Newton, but when Kentucky was in the dog days, like two – three win seasons Morgan Newton was the guy at quarterback we thought he was going to come in and just be Superman for Kentucky well he was not so on in the shout out to Morgan in Kroger Field they have CM Newton yep is there any relation to CM Newton because I always thought that was Cam Newton and it would always take me 30 seconds to process like no Cam played at Auburn see eight-year-old me who had no concept of anything wondered that while I was following Morgan Newton's we're recruitment, we're and then we're just paying homage yeah, to he's, Cam Newton's he's so good yeah, ability. That we just yeah. we like yeah. we like him too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we don't know. So Morgan, if you want to write in, we we might get you. Uh, on. If he wants to come on, for sure. sure. Yeah, we could talk about yeah. a lot of stuff. With yeah, Morgan. the law of physics. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Thoughts on buffalo chicken dip at Max Duffy? Okay, all these questions are for Max. This is Perfect. absurd. Yeah, disgraceful. Next. <laughs> Who, this is my favorite one. Who wins in a fist fight between Max and Miles? Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. I think, I think it would depend on the scenario. I think if you put us, you know, 12 rounds, um, 12 three-minute rounds with a referee, I think I've got you covered. Yep. Easily. Um, I think it would be more back to, you know, a pick em if we was like a UFC cage match because mm-hmm. you're pretty agile and I think you've got a few more like little sneaky moves. Like I'm just more of the stand up and swing. Like I think you'd be good at like a fly kick or, kick. A, or oh, a, like oh. a grab the leg or something or a takedown. And if it was cordial about this. If, it, if it was a straight fight, I, would, I think I'd have no chance because Miles would bite, claw, kick, spit. Grab my nuts, whatever yeah. he had to do. I give myself a chance in any street fight, regardless of who it's against, because I'll pick up anything or speak. Like you're saying, I don't care about any rules then. But, yeah. yeah, boxing, if it was like a Mayweather-type deal, I think you'd have me. Just longer arms, taller. Yeah. Is there anything that could get you all to fight? I've never what seen you all even come close to getting in a fight. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to plot. Mm, I don't know. Actually, we were cl- the closest we've ever been, I think, um, was a f- couple of years ago at Keeneland. Max will try to act like this wasn't a fight. He got a tip from a random source mm. at a horse, went to put the bet in. He said, just take the money, go put it in for me. 50 bucks on a horse that was paying 20 to 1. So quick math, that would be $1,000 winning if it somehow upsets the field. Um, 
put the ticket in my back pocket, came back, was laughing at him, and it won. Couldn't find the ticket. Unbelievable. And he, like, at first he started laughing. He thought I was joking. Actually couldn't find it. And, yeah, I just had one too many drinks that day. But it was in my back pocket the whole time. We got it. We found it. But at the time, Did you end up he cashing was, it? Yeah, he cashed okay, it. Okay, good. Yeah. We went and got a nice dinner. Yeah, yeah it was a uh, – that was about was as close party. as I've seen us. Yeah. Okay, describe the taste of Vegemite and why are Americans feel for – okay, what is Vegemite? Is that an Australian it's thing? It's like an Australian spread for those of you that don't know. It tastes like salty tar. Like it's like as if the stuff that they pour on the road, if you put a bunch of salt in it – it's like yeast. It's a composite of yeast. Um, no, yeast? it's not good. You don't want it. Don't even mm. try it. Would you rather boom a 60-yard punt from your own end zone or pin the other time? Okay, I think it's supposed to be team. At the other one-yard line with a precisely placed punt. I just want us to win the game if yep, I was playing. There you go. Can you agree? <laughs> team <laughs> player, huh? Can you agree they are overusing the blue-white chant? I can't tell because it's awesome but also annoying. I'm just going to say we started that, I think, or we'll start it, but he had the platform to do it here. So if they want to keep doing the blue and white, uh, I will partially take like one-tenth credit for it. So I say do it all game. I like the blue and white chant. I don't like it when they're actually in play. I like the blue and white chant when there's a timeout or something. Agreed. I think when they're in play, like get a song going and get the noise going that way. Blue and white doesn't really work when they're third down. No. I think, one, it's a good, like, homage to Coach White for the job he's doing. Yeah. Yep. But, two. And um, Blue's clues. Yeah. I, I don't like it, especially when we're on offense, and neither does Coach Stoops, because he starts doing his penguin jump up and down, quiet down thing yeah. again. We could go a while on this one. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. That's a good song. Nice. Yep. Don't hurt me. What's, your, what's, what's love? No um, more. I don't think I've ever whoa, experienced whoa, whoa. it. The closest I've seen it, though, was oh, when this podcast is about to shoot up the charts with Max's singing. Is that what you do in the shower? I'm glad we don't live together. Um, Maybe you don't Brent, you me. with the chicken wings one day, the look in your eye. Yep. That's the closest thing I've seen to true love. I was heartbroken that day. Didn't yeah. get any. At 2, at 2 a.m., um, Domino's pizza being delivered to the door of an O-lineman. That's what love is? Yes. I truly hope I find love one day and it just my knees just crippled, but I haven't found it yet. Yeah, I I'm pretty content with chicken wings being love. Another one from Bully's Belly. What is the largest UK player that if turned into a pile of chicken wings, the entire team could eat in one sitting? Well, that, okay, was, that's, that's, that was a perfect this. follow-up. Let's, this is the one we need with some math involved. There's a bit of cannibalism in here too from Bully's Belly. Okay. 120 guys on the team. Yeah, they mm-hmm. probably need a pound and a half each. On so average, because somebody, yeah, so you need 100, and that's good yeah. math, okay. Yeah. So who's 180 pounds on the team? Some uh, of the kickers would be. I used to be about that. Yeah, There's no the way Wandell's over 200, right? No. You could do Wandell. Well, you don't want to sacrifice you, But Wondell, you don't want to be short. What, he, he wouldn't be 180, would he? Because you'd have some angry if you run out. You don't, you'd rather have too yeah. much than not enough. True. Well, if that's the case, well, because you know some people can eat more than a pound. Well, like, like, I could go for two. Like, bully, yeah. belly. Yeah. Bull- What's Bo Allen, you think? 200? Yeah, well, Bo Allen. the head would, would account that's, for that's a lot. That's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah, yeah a bit bony. Um, that's actually a good question. It's a terrible question. Next. <laughs> <laughs> this one comes from UK Sheriff. If you were forced to be handcuffed to a coach or another player for 72 hours, who would it be? And how long would it take before you started to try and kill each other? I hope that the UK sheriff isn't getting any plans of actually arresting us and putting us with these people, by the way. Um, if we had to be, I would – well, I just think I would enjoy my time with Miles or Grant McInnes, to be honest, on the team. And I don't think we would kill each other at all. I think we'd have a really good time. In fact, I'd almost be willing to do that whenever we go to the bars. That could be fun. I was going to actually vote you. Yeah. Mainly For 72 because, hours. Well, because Max That's sleeps fine. so much. Yeah. So we, I would be more worried if someone was running around and wanting to move. Max sleeps maybe 20, 22 hours a day sometimes. So we could just sit there and I could enjoy my day alone. Yeah. True or not true, Chance Poor had two tackles against Georgia. Um, Did he? I don't know. Uh, just, I don't know. Just look at his dad's Facebook. You'll find every yep. single picture and video. Uh, this one comes from BBN Tonight's. Anna Tarullo, where did Wayne Scott get his nose pierced? Um, I don't know. I just got drunk and woke up, and it was there. Wow. There you go. No, I'm just kidding. It was like to the grave, but they don't sponsor us, so I don't get a shout-out. No, no shout-out to the grave. Nope, nope. Uh, Vince Merrow on Pinnadive question mark? Eventually, yeah. Maybe. 
I'm gonna th- I'm gonna say yes. Yes, we're gonna try. Gonna Wait, s- no, 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 don't try. Just say yes. No, look, we gotta talk about. I was asking Max about this like a few days ago, and he was like, "Yeah, it'd be nice, but the big dog doesn't communicate like other people do. He'll be like, yeah, and do the finger point, and then just like disappear into the night." Yeah, the big dog's a tough one to get hold of sometimes, but we will do our best. I promise you that. Big dog ghosts you a bit. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, Big Dog wasn't part of my recruitment in Australia, so he, he never really had to. My, he wasn't a part of mine either. They didn't bring him in for me. What is the best Australian beer and the best Australian dish? Miles? Um, I'd go curry for food. Okay. Beer, I'd go, ooh, what is it, the rivet? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I don't think I've ever had anything from Australia. <laughs> Uh, the people that are just nodding along with Miles' answer is is it's hilarious. Um, I don't know. The best Australian food, we eat a lot of lamb. I like lamb. And uh, the best beer would be a beer called uh, Stone and Wood. It's from mm. uh, the North Queensland area. It's good. This one has the most likes. How many females does Max go through in a month? I'm interested to hear this one. I am too. Yeah, that's a tough one. He's put me on a tough spot. So I'll say this. I've been through at least one, and it was when I was born. Shout out, mum. Besides that, I'm going to keep that figure to myself, but I'll say at least one, and it was my mother. That's so tough. I can't believe you found a way to throw your mom in in here with that. I mean, he's technically right. No, I think it's a good answer. Yeah. Hello, Julie Duffy as well. She sent me a Snapchat the other day of her listening to us while she was gardening. And she has abs- the best thing about that is she has absolutely no idea what we're talking about. Like, mm. wouldn't have the slightest clue, but still a loyal fan, chucks it on, and maybe just to hear my voice, although she did say she'd had enough of it after 15 minutes. So, Who would win in a fight? Women from Australia or women from the 606? Do, well, you, do you know what the 606 so is? So I didn't. I had to ask Miles before the show what the 606 was. I believe it's Pikeville. like It's like Eastern Kentucky type thing. I, yes, I went to school in a 606 area. Okay. So. Um, well, it would be tough because Australians would never come over here and go to Eastern Kentucky, mm-hmm. no offense, because it's such a nice area that they would probably, like, you know, it's an expensive place to go. But then the people from Eastern Kentucky, some of those people that – Maybe just like love their country and very happy of the area that they live in. They probably wouldn't want to make their way over to Australia. So it'd have to be at a neutral site. I'm not sure where they could meet. Well, I was about to say, I feel like the women from Australia would outnumber the women from the 606. Yeah, but the 606 ladies, I bet, have got some scrap in them. Yeah, true, true. Wait, are um, you saying there's like a home field advantage? Well, play? so if it's in the snow, the Eastern Kentucky girls are going to win. Yeah. If it's in the sun, I'm going to give it to the Australians because they're probably not used to each other's climate. It's a little bit like when we play Florida. Okay. Okay, we'll go with that. I'm gonna go with the women from the 606 because they are, they get into it. I so, bet. So I'll take the 606 as well, okay. especially if you got an insult to them. Mm-hmm. Said cash down. And, and wasn't there's good a or there's more chance of the 606 being armed than the Australian ones too. <laughs> yeah, 100. percent Yeah, 1,000. percent Another one from Bully's Belly. Which SEC <laughs> fan base is <laughs> the worst? Number 18. Which SEC fan base is the worst, and why is it Tennessee? Mm. Uh. Well, they throw shit on the field, first and foremost. Honestly, it, it's really like I've never had an issue with any of the fans or anything that they've ever said. To be honest, I think our weirdest experience was Athens yeah. last weekend with people barking, barking at us when we walked past. Yeah. Tennessee's probably not great I'd after their occurrence on the weekend. LSU would be mine just because I don't know what they're saying sometimes. Yeah. Like, like, if you're going to insult tags. me, I'd at least be, like, wanting to understand what you're saying. Well, the, the education level of those fans is not super I, high. That's not what I meant, but. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. I, you know what? I, I thought Georgia fans, like, it's weird. Once you got past the barking, they were actually really nice. Yeah. Just very hard because they will literally, walking down the strip in Athens, just people up in your face just barking. Yeah. It's it's the wildest Which thing. weirdly got me a little bit excited and towy at sometimes. Yep. But I will say Tennessee is, sucks. Hate them. Hate them all of them. Uh, one from – Jimmy, I don't even know how to say his last name. Okay. The question is just why. That's it? Why? Why are we here? Why do we do what we do? Gee, well, we don't have Lance why? for this segment, so. Oh, where is oh, life? Can Lance we get him? Is, he's picking up dinner for me right now. He's being a good I would say why are we brother. put on this earth to see Kentucky go 11-1 this year, go to a big ball yep. game and win it. That's it. I would say why not? Yeah, why not why now? Not? Yep. Why not? Why not? Stoops Troops. Now. Yep. <laughs> Who is the best locker room guy? Uh, I was going to say 
Frank, um, our guy that cleans up after us all because he has a tough job because a lot of the guys uh, just throw their stuff wherever. So Frank, that cleans up our locker room, thank you so much for the work that you do. You are the best locker room guy. By so far, it's not even funny. He had a good singing career as well. Yep. I think they meant a glue guy. Frank Sinatra. Um, good with glue? Yeah. Is that what they put on the gloves after the fumbles earlier in the year? Um, I would say Josh Pascal, actually, if we're being serious. Makes sense. Everyone respected him. He was good to everybody. talked to everybody. He kept everybody. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just a big Cavassier Smoke fan, but he still won't come on the show, so I'm not a fan of him until he comes on. Mark Stoops in his prime versus Rich Brooks in his prime. Who wins the no-holds-barred cage match? So I'll that would be Mark Stoops right now. And, and Rich, Rich Brooks. Brooks right now. Yeah. <laughs> you, think, you think Stoops is in his prime right now? <laughs> I you? think so. I don't think he's ever been out of his prime. Uh, I'm taking I, – when we asked Mark Stoops the question about how does he get through each day yeah. and with all the pressures, and he said he just got that look in his eye like he, he, he was an unfed tiger and he just wanted raw meat, and he said it's the Youngstown in me. Yeah, that's, you, all you, yeah, that's, that's all it. you need to know. That's it. He'd pull some weapon out that's not like a the normal strap. one. Yeah, the strap. Something. I will say this. you got to watch out for Rich Brooks. A, old man strength. B, what? Sorry. So I found out something today which is hilarious. So they do a bocce tournament in Youngstown. What's um, that? A bocce. So where you throw the ball up in the air, there's like a little jack. It's like an Italian yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, 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 they yeah. do a bocce tournament. Mark Stoops actually helps run a bocce tournament in Youngstown. And I said we're coming to the next one in the summer. It's in the summer. Yeah. Do we know every I, summer they do a big bocce tournament? I'm in. He, um, I could only imagine he dominates. How many people are on a team? I don't know, but I just thought that that was hilarious. We've got to go. Just, every him. every time I learn something new, it just makes me laugh. About him. About him, <laughs> and in general. I love any picture I see of him. Yeah. I will say though, like Rich Brooks, he's over here planting gardens. He's he gets really mad when he golfs. Have you all? Do you all follow Rich Brooks on Twitter? Uh, yeah, I do not. He usually misspells shot. Yes, you ever he notice does. that? <laughs> his, his O autocorrects to I most of the time. It's like shit 85 today. <laughs> and he doesn't delete them either. Nope. He's like, he always responds to him. He's like, oh, my fat fingers. So I'm going to go with Rich Brooks. Oh, wow. Interesting choice. I've yeah. also got a soft spot in my heart for Coach Brooks and him helping well, my love for Kentucky football. So Next time we do a Mark Stoops interview, don't expect to be invited back into the building. Well, I mean, I like Stoops too. I think Come we just now. need to put them together, see what happens. Okay. If you could pick any NFL team, Max, who would you want to punt for this season? <clears throat> Green Bay Packers. Denver? None. Green Bay Packers. Screw them. Green Bay Packers. That's, my, that's my honest answer. I don't care. I really don't. Look at the I, socks. I'm an NFL, I'll, be, I'll play for the NFL <laughs> Players Association. That's actually funny because – so what happened was is – and I'll try and be really, really fast with this. The draft finished, and I guess they sent out – packages of welcome to the players association to all the guys that they thought were going to be drafted or like thought they were a good chance so i got sent out a big care package of like congratulations on being drafted oh. last week welcome mm, to the players association it it'd be great and i was like well i wasn't drafted but i'll wear the socks <laughs> but at least you got socks out of the deal yeah. pouring salt in the wind but i say none i think miles they asked you the same question on that one too what would be the team you'd play for if you could kick for any team bucks i like brady and to play with mike edwards would be cool and Brent, besides the Green Bay Packers, if you could be the ultimate fanboy for any team, where would you be? Well, it's obviously the Packers. But besides I mean, the Packers, uh, I love Herbie, so I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Yep. Get to kick in that wind Sherbet. tunnel of a stadium. Yep. So Sherbet would be good. I'd love to do a Lambo leap once. Not that I ever would score a touchdown, but that would be cool. I think I've been seeing that like it's hard to do the Lambo leap. I would love to try it. Yeah, there's no way I'd get up there. Not only would I not score, I wouldn't be able to get up in the crowd yeah. either. What you got? Who was the biggest prankster in the locker room, number one? Number two, if Stoops and Vince raced in a 40-yard dash today, who wins and what would their times be? Um, So, number one, it's actually funny because there wasn't, like, a whole lot of pranks going on like people thought there would be. I'll tell you, the only prank that I remember was we were playing Missouri last year when I was still on the team, and me and, like, a bunch of the specialists printed out about 60 photos of Grant in his new Missouri uniform, like his head headshot, and put public enemy number one on top of it and printed out like 60 of them and just put them all around the facility. And it was hilarious because everyone... The funniest thing was, and I called Grant about this, was like 80% of the guys on the roster knew him and were like, oh, that's funny, it's Grant. And then 20 were like, who dis? 
<laughs> so here's a funny thing about that. I actually have a story similar to that, but I can't really tell what it is. So it's one of those things, like, if you're listening and you know, you just know. I'll, I'll tell you guys off the air. But <laughs> Okay. Um, who would win the 40-yard dash? The thing with those two is I think most people would say they're slow. Times would be miserable. Quick. Not fast. Yep. I think the burst, they said 40-yard dash. Mm-hmm. I think what it is is they, they just they get the legs going. You know what I mean? Like, most people have the long strides. I feel like those are short, little choppy strides. Stoops would drop a banana pill behind Vince, too, and give him a slip at the start. I'd say I could honestly see them both running sub-six. I could see some foul play, but I yep. feel like this is what's going to do it for me. If you put a five-star recruit at the end of the 40-yard mm, dash, yep. Vince Marrow wins Vince hands Vince Marrow wins yep. it easy. How long until you have... But if you put a Starbucks at the end of the 40-yard oh. dash, I know who's going to win that one. Well, uh, Vince, you, because car, you'd run yeah, over, you'd run over Stoops that. on the way. <laughs> yeah. How long until you take over the KSR empire from Mighty at Kentucky Sports Radio? Obviously the talking empire? to you. The obviously talking thing. to you, Miles. Um, I'd give it two months. Two months? <laughs> yeah, because we've got to get it, to the it'd season. It'd be like a nice Christmas present. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Max? Uh, I would say never because I don't – I can't speak like he can. He's got that weird – He's got the gift of gab. Eastern Kentucky accent, and I'm not sure mine amounts to that. Also, I'm not really into the whole, like, Roman – like, the, all the whole Empire stuff It's not really mm, for me. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Well, what about Star Wars? They got the, the evil Empire. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah. Has Max tried out for any professional football teams? If not, is he just living in his fears? <laughs> true or not true? This uh, is, that was a roast from John Hendricks. Yeah, thanks, John. This is uh, all my burners. Just to Jimmy's, bro- Jimmy's brother, John. <laughs> yep. Um, also makes a nice bottle of gin, Hendricks gin. Thanks for that, John or Jim or whatever your name is. Um, I would say that I did actually try out for a professional football team. It's called the Fremantle Dockers, and I played for them for three years back home in Australia. So um, there's your answer. That's it? Yep. That's all I got. <laughs> Are shoeies a thing in Australia, or is that just a Daniel Ricardo thing? Who's uh, that Daniel is, Ricardo? Daniel Ricardo is an F1 driver, one of the oh, best F1 drivers yep. um, in the world. And he's actually from Perth, Australia, which is where I'm from. He's, his uncle was actually the chaplain of my football team that I played for growing up. And, he's, and Daniel Ricardo actually used to come in and speak to us sometimes. There you go. I've actually been out drinking with Daniel Ricardo once in Austin, Texas. So the the resemblance continues. I would love to do a shoey, and I I would do shoeys so as well. So you two are tight. So a shoey for people that don't know what it is, although I think most of you would be across it, is you fill your shoe up with a beer, mm-hmm. and then you skull or you chug the beer. Why would you do that? Uh, it's just a weird Australian tradition, and we love it. And so every time Daniel Ricardo wins. Um, or comes on the podium, he does a shoey with the champagne that they give him out of the shoe he's been driving in. I get like the Didn't celebration. Didn't an NBA player after, do a yeah. shoey not that long I'm ago? I'm thinking of when they drink out of – don't they drink out of the cup in one of the titles? Like you can drink out of uh, like the championship trophy. Well, they do it with the uh, with the Stanley Cup sometimes. Yeah, that's, yeah like, that yeah. makes way more sense. Not the shoe you've been wearing on your feet. I'm all for it. That's just getting gritty. Okay, question for me because I'm curious. You always talk about Perth, Australia. Is Perth like – a city, it's the a state. capital city of Western Australia, which is a state. So Western, Western Australia, is, Australia is a state. Yeah, is it like West Virginia? So it would be like how many states are in Australia? It would be like uh, I was going to say Frankfurt in Kentucky, but that doesn't really make sense because Frankfurt's not big. It's 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 like if you're Austin, Texas. It is okay. I have been. It is nothing like Frankfurt. Well, that's right. But I mean, like that. It's the capital. He's of the trying state. to make a comparison. It's the capital. I think people get what a capital okay. city is. <laughs> but in comparing the city, What's it like? No. It's like San Francisco. There okay. you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. Does Stoop swirl his coffee clockwise or counterclockwise? Well, uh, it depends see. what hemisphere he's in because yeah. it actually chooses itself. It's like the bath. It's like the toilet. Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah, that exactly. Sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. He sometimes goes like bartender and like flips it yeah. and starts yeah. doing upside yeah. down The DQ stuff. test where he puts yep. it upside down <laughs> to see if it will fall out. Would you rather drink water from a vase with two-week-old flowers or eat a three-foot spider web? What kind of question is uh, this? This is the, f- the best question. But I gotten. like it. Uh, we also got one, random. We've got one in the queue coming, I know, that I saw that's a little bit better, but this one's up there. If I turn into Spider-Man by eating the web, that would yeah. change my thoughts. But depending on what the flower – I mean, it doesn't matter what the flower is unless it was like some sort of like poison ivy. I'd take the flower. So I'd take the vase yeah. every day of the week. What if I'd you had like a sunflower? Would it taste like sunflower? Well, exactly. What if you had like a, a, a carrot? Yeah. 
What if it's like a then it's just yeah. carrot juice? I've drank way worse than whatever that is. Yeah. I'd be fine. Yeah, I'd probably go with the. With I'd put the, it in my shoe. I do a shoe with it. Is it a carrot a flower? Not. Nah. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I mean, it's, it's a in vegetable. the gr- I mean, it is a vegetable, but if you think about it, it's in the ground. It's a root. It also has the probably a root. Yeah. There's a reason I'm doing this. You'd be good with roots. I'm good at rooting. <laughs> <laughs> like square roots. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> Were the wonderful people at Clark Farms employers? Wait, what? Yeah, so uh, I think I read this one earlier. It was something about like them being. Did they used to employ all the players before ah, nil? Yep. Um, that made it sound like they were giving under-the-table cash. Like, you don't get paid to work at Clark no. Family Farms. Like, you're doing it for the love of cows and for the farm. And uh, a couple of the big boys just used to go out there and give them a hand with their hay and mm. things like that every now and then. But the problem was is, and they'll know this because they'll be listening to Aaron Clark, who was from Clark Family Farms, and Todd Clark, is that whenever they took the big boys out there, they thought they were going to be a help and they were more of a yeah. hindrance. Like, those guys run out of puff in about 30 seconds and just like would go and sit down and be lazy. Yeah, they don't know. O-linemen think that they're really strong and work hard. They don't know work till they get to the farm and they're just not blue collar. And if you don't know what we're talking about, Clark Family Farms or Aaron Clark, you really need to listen to the last episode because we got some insight on on some cows getting ready for the Mississippi State cowbells and everything. So that was huge. Um, Who is a better fisherman, Max or Cash? Have you fished before? I mean, I, I haven't. No, just I, give it to cash. It doesn't yep. bother me. Why aren't you playing in the NFL, Max? Did you try and pursue it at all and got turned down, or did you not I want to as, go that I route in life? i got as many people to tweet about this I, as I, I can. I don't know if it's just, like, backhanded, like, oh, we were, we're pretending to care and it's just good to hear that you're not there, or maybe I'm hoping that these people were scouts and maybe they would have done me better. Can you read the question again? Why am I not playing in it? Because no one drafted me or took me. Is that the answer? Yep. Or did you not want to go that route in life? Uh, I'm, just think- I don't know. I mean, I had obviously a lot of jobs that were willing to pay me about 900000 I just thought that wasn't the one for me. <laughs> well, just think, you could be in Cleveland right now for Thursday Night Football, but instead you're here. Which I'd much rather be here, to be honest. Honestly, I don't blame you one yeah, bit. Because it'd be cold, I reckon. Yeah. This is about the time of the year, though, in all honesty, where I'm happy that I'm not playing because I hate the cold. It's about to go south. Yeah. Yep. How do you feel about celebrating first down Kentucky? Be honest. First off, I, I love, love it. first down Kentucky. I like it. I like it a lot. It's a staple. You, if while. you stood on a Kentucky football sidelines, you'd just hear all the guys just say first down Kentucky. Yep. It's good. I love it. <laughs> and it just reminds the defense that they let another one happen. Yeah. What's your weirdest fan encounter? Uh let's let's go Miles first, Max, and then Yeah. Um, Actually, we'll finish well, up. Well, I, I feel like you've I got a lot, so really we should quick. finish up with you. No, um, there's nothing like – it's just the, the weird ones are too weird. And then I'll just say something. <laughs> too weird? Say it. No, I've got some the ones that really are, weird one. The ones that are actually kind of nice but somewhat weird, I guess, was they just – so every time when I'd walk out from the, our personal locker room to the locker room on the stadium, um, I would always carry cans of Coke because I used to drink cans of Coke before the game and like a big handful of um, fruit snacks. Mm. Well, the kids that I would always be waiting there would kind of caught on to that. And by the end of my career, I was carrying out like eight cans of Coke and 45 packets of fruit snacks because they were all like, can you bring me a Coke and fruit snacks? So I was actually the candy man by the end of it. Well, what's so funny what's, is but like no white van. So you're saying what started is like a few fish and, you know, some lows turned into a lot more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you well, multiplied yeah. it. What's funny is because when I was one of those kids, like waiting on the players to come out of the locker room when I was like six or something, they'd always come out with Chick-fil-A and all the kids would be like, can I have your sandwich or can I have your pizza? And some people would give them up. Uh, offensive linemen wouldn't. Would no, um, absolutely not. There were a, there were a few kickers who would, thankfully. But I actually had a for once a fan experience in Georgia. They, well, I had two. One actually recognized me, which was cool. The other one asked if I was a former player. Okay. Um, and I told him I was Cyrus Smith. One more. Uh, a fan one time called their dog Max after me and actually private messaged me and told me that he'd called his dog Max. Mm-hmm. I said, that's awesome. It was an Australian Shepherd, which was kind of cool. Then when I finally got to meet the dog Max one time, the dog tried to attack me. <laughs> so Max didn't like the other Max. I'd say I had a grown per- – like anyone that asked for my autograph, is, that's strange to me. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Anyone – not if it's a kid. We've got, a, we got two balls back there that, that have been I've signed. Not signed by him yet. I have not signed it, no. Uh, okay. Well. 
I don't think my autograph's worth anything. It honestly devalues stuff because my handwriting's that bad. You should love yourself more, bro. Wow, that got deep. Yep. All right. Pin it deep. Pin it deep. While being at UK, who taught you most about the game of football as a whole? Well, first off, I never went to UK. Proud, proud and joy of uh, Eastern Kentucky University. Ooh. Still haven't graduated, but it's another colonel. Yeah. I would say it's a tie between my special teams coordinator, Coach Hood, and um, Bavada betting account mm-hmm. uh, because the Bavada told me what not to do and what not to bet on yep. and the problems of gambling on sport. Mm-hmm. Obviously, post playing. Yeah. Um, and then Coach Hood actually taught me about the game in general. I'd go Coach Stoops because he never, when he talked to us, he never did the football. He'd always do golf or something we could understand. Yeah, kick it. Just kick just, it. That, just, that's the type of stuff that helped me it. the most. Yeah, just kick it through. Which stadium has the worst visiting team accommodations? Well, so we were thinking about this question before me and Miles, and we discussed, and we weren't sure if they meant like just SEC football or just stadiums in general. So mine was the actual Coliseum in Rome would have been a tough one to go to. You never know if you're going to come back in alive or not, and it would have been a a very agonizing uh, visiting locker room to be in. The good news, I've actually been there. The good news with that is the way it's set up, you could, like, if your family, if they got tickets for your family that night, you could definitely see them. You think if you got, if you were fighting in the Coliseum, that they'd give tickets to the family? You just think to so? be like, like do an, you get the family tickets? Hurrah? Yeah. Uh, you I think they sold so. concessions? <laughs> yeah. I think it was typically the, the, the meat of the, the fallen people who. If it was a huge upset and they hated the guy that died, did they storm the field? Ooh. Yeah, like if you were versing a top rank, yeah. top rank yeah. gladiator. Top rank fire. They I gave him a David so. Goliath type That'd be pretty cool. It had to start cool. somewhere. I felt like that. Why not there? Sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, does anyone on the team ever they get They pull pedicures? apart the guy that died, and uh, if someone's got an arm above him, someone's got a <laughs> leg, the, the head, some the eyeballs. They're taking it down yeah. the State Street afterwards. Yeah, yeah. burning him. Yeah, sorry. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Were you there? You're giving a lot of detail on it. Does anyone on the team ever get pedicures from Max Duffy's toes? Yeah, that's we've got to address yeah, the toes. That, that weird Twitter site. I don't know about that. The Twitter um, header is no, actually you. Yeah, no one's get no. He Next. likes footsie. Whoever Next. it is likes footsie. You don't like uh, Max Duffy's toes? No. Why? He's a little. I like to wear slides and I like to wear what we call thongs. You guys call flip flops. And I like to sleep at night with my feet outside the covers too. I just like a bit of air on my feet. Okay. Like I, I grew up never wearing shoes and I'm not used to it. Like in Australia, you just walk around with no shoes. Okay. I was with you until you said the, the no cover over your feet. Like I'm someone who wears slides often. I think as a podcast collectively, we have our toes out more than any other podcast out there. Yep. But, you're a Toads Out podcast. But you straight up lost me with the not yeah, sleeping. I wear slides a lot. When I sleep, I want the blankets like boa constrict. Like I want it yep. all around my legs, warming me up. You don't get scared of like maybe the ghost is going to come and grab your toes? Well, I mean, I don't mind something wrapping around boa constrictor like when I'm in bed, all but right. not the sheets. All right. Max, why? <laughs> why? This is literally what it says. Max, why you not come back play again this year? I saw that. Uh I would have loved to, and I'm very jealous of the guys that are playing. Unfortunately, uh, the time was right for me to leave. And uh, to be honest, I'm not sure if Coach Stoops and the boys want to be back in the locker room, to be honest. (laughs) I've heard that line a time or two, and you can't honestly believe that. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if I'm going to cause any controversy. When I told them that I was going, there was no fight back. There was no pushback of, oh, you sure you don't want to stay? It was, yeah, good idea. But that, that's, that's literally all, what that's they the, said. Yes, I, I think feedback that was got. more of uh, you were going to the NFL type deal. Like when, when yeah. you and Stoops were yeah, in the same room, yes. he gives you those like high school sweetheart crush eyes. I see him. <laughs> he misses you. Yeah. He misses you a lot. Move on. Do you have a year left of eligibility? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I could have played no, this no, year. I know you did this year, but like. No, I can no, no longer play. I've signed an NFL contract. Oh, that could be fun. If you could, could bring you? like. Yeah, the Broncos. But bring any former player back Then they they pulled that contract pretty fast. I think we still already, haven't paid me. Wait, really? If continue the GM's on. listening, pay him. <laughs> it's pay what? the man. We'll continue. They haven't paid you? No. Are they not going to pay? That's you? breaking news for you. If you want yeah. some breaking news, uh, they'll pay me eventually. I'm sure. <laughs> Are we going to send someone out to the Broncos and like get their kneecaps out maybe, of the way? Or? Maybe. 
Jeez. Miles, what NFL team would you kick for if you had the choice this season? I think we just answered this. Bucks. Yep. If you all could immediately gain the ideal body build for any position, which football position would you want to play? Well, that's quick fire. Um, I just I just love to be able to, like, run a lot faster. So wide receiver, like Henry Ruggs. Got to be a linebacker for me. What would be your height and weight? Doesn't matter. Continue. Come on. I'd go that, like, <laughs> hybrid DN, like a 6'4", 250. Yeah, Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh just Allen. fast and just can yeah. do anything. With the same parameters, which sport would you play with that build, I assume? Oh, like you could play any sport in the world. With I'd love to be an. Inter- I'd love build. to be an international surfer. Is that a sport? Yeah, surfing's a sport for sure. Well, like, not yeah. like not like web surfer, like surfer at the beach. I didn't mean like cryptocurrency. <laughs> You're on. Okay. Um, no, I'd want to be a sprinter. Okay. I think it'd be cool to just be the fastest person alive. Why have none of the three of you offered me your balls yet? I assume they're talking about the Pinnadee balls. You, you come. You come get the balls anytime you want, big fella. Yep. Uh, that was from Andy E. We've seen him a time. He was the first guy we ran into at the uh, Florida tailgate, remember? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if he wants them, he can come get them. Yeah, come get them. We actually saw his friend or brother or something. I'll be ready Athens, to go for you. Yep. I have to know. Anytime you want him dipped. I have watched several AFL games this season. Can you please explain what a disposal is? Only stat I couldn't figure out. Huh, that's actually funny. I didn't used to get a lot of them when I played. So... A disposal is every time you either what we call a hand pass, whereas you punch the ball off your hand or you kick it to someone, that is known as a disposal. So it's the combination of the two. That's why they don't say either or. Um, and generally the best players on the field get the most disposals. So it's every time you dispose of the ball. Oh, oh. Matt Jones has come on. Matt Jones is coming in with an urgent announcement for the people yep. downstairs. Yep. Oh, breaking news. Should we just let it play through the, the podcast or no? He sounds like the high school principal at the, like the pep rallies with the terrible mic. Yep. Go, go. Come on. Let's finish off them while we yeah. done because he, he'll be done now. Yep. What are your social security numbers and mother's maiden names? Max, you can take that one. Uh, so I don't have a social security number because I'm not from this country. And Oof. my mother's maiden name is Spinozzi. Mine's Webb. Mine is Richardson. Shout out. Shout out, Lori. AR15. <laughs> Which one of the three of you run this Twitter, and why did Brent get stuck with it? So he's answered his own question. So, Brent? I don't run the Twitter. You, there have been times where you two have given the Twitter to you all. Is that your uh, burner that asked that? Yeah, can't That's confirm, your burner. Yeah. No, can't no, no. It was that. Max Duffy's toes again. Oh. oh. Which is your burner. <laughs> <laughs> if my burner was Max Duffy's toes, we've got more problems than me running That's the Twitter. How many questions have we got here? Dude, I, We're not even halfway no, through. No, no, no. We – have one, two, three, four. We've got five left. The thing is, Perfect. we promised you guys we'd answer every question, so we're going to do it. Yeah. So I hope you've heard your, the answer to your question, and we'll continue to do this. Why did the Broncos release Max Duffy? Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. Because clearly they thought I wasn't good enough, I guess. I don't know. I was an altitude sickness. I can guarantee you that. If you need to pick me up tonight, just let me know. Oh, yeah. my Seems God. Like down in the dumps This has not been a fun podcast for you, has it? No. Is Crocodile Dundee... They're about to play, too, and I'm thinking of all the cash I could be earning right now. Is Crocodile Dundee a national treasure? Uh, Yes, Paul Hogan for sure is, except Paul Hogan was the one that was responsible for saying shrimp on the barbie, and it's ruined like my life and many other Australians' lives because it's prawns on the barbie. Mm. Out of all the bowl games over your collegiate careers, which one did you enjoy the most, and which bowl game did you enjoy the least? Citrus, easily. Love Citrus. Orlando was unbelievable. Yeah, we had so much fun. We had some unbelievable stories, some that we've told, some that we yeah. can never tell. That was the ironing board week, and the walkie-talkie we, we week. We obviously won. Mm. The um, win was big versus Penn State. We went to, uh, was it Universal? Yeah. Harry Potter World, we got to do that for free. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, least favorite would have just been the last year because of COVID. We couldn't really have a great time. Yeah. But you also City. had, like, the play of your career there. Ooh. One of them. Uh, yeah, it was good fun. But, I mean, I, I enjoy the stuff off the field better than on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Music City? Yeah, Music City wasn't good. What was, it, what was the locker room like after Benny got kicked out, by the way? This has been something I've been sitting on for a while because in the stands we were furious. Stoops wasn't happy, as you can imagine. But it was just kind of like a, we thought we could win anyway. Like, it didn't – like, we obviously would rather have him, but it was like, well, let's just keep playing. Yeah. But, no, that week we – because the bars in Nashville that week on Broadway – for once in a lifetime, I think it was around Christmas Eve, there was no one there. So really? it wasn't even that fun to go out. It, I can promise you there are people at that street now because I've seen it a lot lately and it is crowded. Yeah, it's bumping right now. This year, I guess after COVID, just everyone moved. It to wasn't Nashville. on Christmas Day. About 
easy, two years ago. Easy, easy. No, <laughs> cut that out. No, well, well it wasn't. What was right? Going, what was going on? You talking about when the dude blew the yeah. f***ing No, not when, like when he did what? Well, blew the RV up? No. No. Oh, man, that was just last year. Yeah. Recent. Jesus. All right. <laughs> Max, who is your least favorite punter of all time and why? Mm. Huh. This will be a good What one. a question almost to finish on. I feel like I know what his answer is, but I'm just going to sit on it. It's so, because most questions have just absolutely dumped all over his head. And yep. he finally gets to do it to someone. There's so much that goes into this, and I'm always respectful of what everyone's always been able to do, no matter what. Because if you play college or NFL, like congratulations, you are a good punter. So let's just start with that. Mm-hmm. You're not a good punter though if you wear a glove. That's number one. Okay. No idea why people wear gloves. If you wear a plant cleat, which means you wear two different cleats, that makes no sense to me. Absolutely zero. People do it and act like it helps. It doesn't help. If you wear an arm sleeve or any sort of like uh, garments that you think make you look cool as a punter. Punters aren't cool. Um, I would say if you ever Max kick... Duffy, not cool. If you ever kick a ball on the full into the end zone, ever in your career, you should be given your walking papers at that, sta- like at that very moment. Walking papers? Yep, out. Leave. So that's my, that's my whole rationale. So if you're ever watching punters and they kick the ball onto, into the end zone on the full... Just put a red line through them because they have absolutely no idea what they're doing. You can look at it. I never did it. Don't put a red dot on them. That'd be a little Just in case you know, on the full means like it does not bounce inside the 10, 5, whatever. Correct. The first first time it hits the ground is in the end zone. That means they're disgraceful. Now, I'll I'll give you two that I don't really care whether they care because they're not listening. Number one, there's a guy that's playing for Colorado State at the moment, Ryan Stonehouse. He has beaten the record by that far. It's not even funny in return yards. I think he's at about 6,000 return yards. He gets about three returns to the house on him each year. And he just goes to Twitter every single year and says, they just respect me. Like, people know how good I am. Like, ask any of the punters around. They're the ones that know. Well, no, Ryan, we don't because we all say that you're the worst. So there you go. There's yours. And number two, Pat McAfee. One of the most overrated people of all time. Now, great podcast and great show. I love Pat McAfee's podcast. Great, great show. No, great show, great guy. Seems like an awesome guy. But in terms of punting, one of the most overrated punters I've ever seen. Four of his first five years, he netted under 50. Uh, sorry, under 40, right? Well, well, maybe one of them was 35 yards and one of them was 37 yards. Like, if you netted 35 these days, you'd be cut immediately. Four of his first five years were under 40 and one of them was 40.2. Like one of the worst punters of all time, and yet people say, oh, he's so good. Like, he had a good sense of humor, and he's got a good character. Wasn't a good punter. Okay, genuine question. Are some of those numbers skewed because he played with Peyton Manning for, so, for his first no, four or five he's years? No, So they're driving to, like, midfield. No, his average at those was, like, 46 or 47. His net was just really, really low. These days, if you don't net over 42, you'd be cut on the spot, and he used to do it all the time. Like, his career net average was 40. Okay, granted, I, I am – I don't want to say taking up for him. I'm just genuinely curious because of someone who enjoys the yeah. Pat. McAfee he just show. got in. He got in. Enjoys at a good, Aaron He got in. A, he got in at a no. So do I. He got in at a good time before the Australians came in and showed everyone how to kick. I, I know you two have beef because of the Australian thing. We don't have beef. I just don't think he was very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm he, he, I mean, the stats. The, the stats show it. Uh huh. I think there's some Australian beef. Yeah, I've he seen keeps the tweet. winking. I know what's going on. You know that I know. He didn't like that I was a little bit older than everyone else in college too, and he made yeah, sure that everyone him. it made sure that everyone else on his show knew that too. Mm-hmm. So did he call that. you out for that, by the way, or did he just like? I think he called every he may Australian have mentioned out. You. Did he say your he name? He said every forty-year-old Australian that comes over here and plays, which is not true. No, he's mentioned his name before. Yeah, because I remember there being a little yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he knows who he is. That's at least important. I like his show, by the way. I just think he's a bad punter. Like, he came in just at the right time before anyone was good at punting. But he did win NFL's recognition for, like... Yeah, because no one knows what they're talking about with that. Like, no one has a clue about punting. And the Australians have come over here and actually educated people. Sorry, continue, before I continue to rant. In punting or just in No, you're good. I've enjoyed this. Punting. Uh Uh-huh. What was it like paying your dues when you first joined the team? Well, it's not a fraternity, so we never had to pay any dues. Yeah, um... I actually had it pretty good my first year. So Josh Forrest was from my hometown, used to play linebacker, and was good friends with Bud Dupree. 
So I kind of got to know both of them, and yeah, that's all I needed. No, and really there's no me. like for people that are listening that probably think that there is. There's really not any no. initiation or anything under the football team. There's just so many guys you can't organize a hundred person initiation day. The only initiation would be like the freshman year lifting. Yeah, at like five thirty in the morning. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the toughest thing you go through. Yeah. Well, that wraps up for all of our questions. Um, Let's do those SEC picks real fast. Then. Really fast. For the people that have been sitting around yeah, waiting, waiting the whole us. day for our SEC picks. We've actually been pretty good. We picked some really good ones. Good. Picked some good ones last week. We actually did. We went back through and we picked some really good ones. How so, we go? Uh, I think we said we went. There was maybe... So there's normally seven games. I think there was six. We, and I think we went four from six or three we from six. The, wait, did I miss the two? No, because I said Alabama would almost cover. It was Florida. We missed that one bad. We said, uh, yeah, Florida was our only miss. Everything else we got. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Though. We didn't get, but we didn't get, we said South Carolina would probably cover and they didn't, but we, ne- we didn't actually take a side on that one, which is very bad of us. So let's go. Okay. Only five SEC games. Um, uh, basically, they're all clunkers, honestly. Um, Arkansas Pine Buff is going to Arkansas. Okay. Arkansas, continue. That's yeah, yep. easy. LSU goes to Ole Miss. Did you guys see this actually? For Ole Miss, Arch Manning will be in town. Yeah. Uh, the, the biggest recruit. Ever, yep. apparently. Aren't um, they, they're honoring Eli. So they've got in the end zone, just Manning. Yep, perfect. It's, that's got, Kiffin's so good. Yes, he is. He really is. Uh, I, yeah, and, I, and Ole Miss is going to win too, which is going to help him even more. I'll take Ole Miss to cover in that one. Big. I, yeah. Ole Miss, I'm going to say like 30. Yeah, I think LSU played like their Super Bowl last week against yeah. Florida, and now they're done. Well, here's my question. You don't think there's a little bit of like the, the LSU we know that coach is gone, like let's play for him one last – no, that, that was, was last week. Yep, that was it last week. It's all gone. Yeah. I like Ole Miss, but I think – I mean, the spread's nine. I think that it's about right. I can, I can see, see like 60 to 28. Yeah. Whoo. I'm serious. Dang. Yeah. Ugly. Uh, Mississippi State, 20-and-a-half point favorites in Nashville against Vanderbilt. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to give it to them just because I think like they're going to th- – like I think they're a good enough team that they're good enough to beat really bad teams. I just don't think they're good against good teams. Get right game. Yep. I agree. Tennessee – 25-point underdogs against Alabama. Mm-hmm. It depends if the main quarterback plays. If the main quarterback for Tennessee plays, I give him a sneaky chance of scoring a late one after being down like 31 to bring it back to back 24. Cover. No. But I think Bama is just on a mission right now, and there's no stopping them, so I'd take Bama. No. And I'd almost take Bama at halftime like in that. I think they could be up by 28 at halftime. Disagree. Alabama by 50. This, this is going to be a close one. Okay. It's, it's the clunker what? of the week that's, like, ugly. And Bama's never going to get close to losing, but it's like I'd give it, like, 10, 14-point win. So here's the good thing for us as Kentucky fans, but the bad thing for Tennessee fans, where Alabama is matched up with Tennessee every year as their rivalry. That's their West opponent rivalry. So it's like they play this team every year. It's not like a clunker, like, oh, we just get this random SEC East team. Like, these people get up for this. I think Alabama rolls them. You can't catch Bama on the slide here because they've no. already lost their game. Yeah, so. I think Alabama, they cover 25 easily, very yeah. easily. Um, at the half. Yeah. Texas A&M, 19-and-a-half point favorites over South Carolina. Uh, this is actually going to be – I'd take the under and whatever it is. This yeah. is actually going to be like – this might be the sneaky close one because I think South Agreed. Carolina looked past Vandy. I don't think they're horrible, and I think Texas A&M currently thinks they're way better than what they are, which is fair seeing as they beat Bama, but they haven't done much else. I could see it being maybe – Texas A&M by about 10 points. 10. I'm not yeah. giving them the cover, yeah. though. Ugly, like 21-10, 24-10, yeah. yeah. something low. I like that. Ugly. I'm with you guys. Yep. That's it for the SEC games. So. That's it. Oh, wow. That is Any it. big yep. upset predictions this week um, outside of SEC? Because I've got one. No, the only the only line that looked weird, obviously, for everyone would be that follows them would Iowa have been State. Iowa State yeah. and Oklahoma State. and. I think it's at the point now where Vegas knows enough about the lines where they, like, if they choose a weird line, you've got to go with it. So I take Iowa State by, like, 10 plus. Yeah, I think Iowa State covers. Yeah. Northwestern beats Michigan this week. Okay. I think Indiana flirts with beating Ohio State this year. Absolutely not. No. They covered last year. That was a really good cover for me. I think they flirt with it. Ohio State's got to drop a game somewhere in here. Well, my thing is, yeah, uh, mine is, they've already dropped one, by the way. But mine, well, I mean another one. Like, they, they lost the game to Oregon, which at the time was like, 
Oregon's back. So I think they drop another one like they do every single year. Okay. I was going to say that Cincinnati's time's coming soon in terms of they're either going to drop one or they're going to have a real close one. And I feel like it's not even going to be the team that we think. So I think they've got SMU. It could be this week. They play Navy this week. It could be this week because I could see it's just something crazy happening where they just have a bad week. And I don't think it's going to be the week where everyone thinks, which is like an SMU week. It's the clunker week. A lot of teams are on by, including Kentucky. A lot of your top-ranked teams run by, and the ones that are playing usually play somebody well, that's not very good. Of the top t- 25 teams this yeah. week, four of them are, like, there's, underdogs. There's two top ten wow. teams that are underdogs. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Is this the week Wake Forest loses? Who do they play? No. No, I take them easy. Who do they play? You don't even know who they play. Uh, they're pl- yes, they're playing uh, – I looked at this today. They're Army. playing. No, they're playing, like, Army. Army. Yes, they are. They're playing Army, Army. or Air Force or something I like that. Army and it's Army minus three if you wanted to know. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm fine with Wake. Yep, I think I'm gonna go with Army. I just love the option teams. I love them. They can they can flirt around. They can flirt with anyone. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited. Well, I'm not I'm not gonna lie, not excited for this college football Saturday for once. Not a lot of great games out there, but of course we had this podcast for you all to listen to. Happy to come in here on a Saturday. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Of course, on Saturday where Kentucky doesn't play, we will have Luke Fortner on Monday's show. Excited to have Miles back. Excited for you all tuning in. Glad we could answer some of the questions. Yes, the thank you very wanted. much for those. We enjoyed it. Thanks for the comment. And Max is uh, bully's belly. Give us a rest. Yeah, we're gonna go and uh, buy a couple shots for Max. He needs it. So thanks for listening. As always, go Cats. Thanks. 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 Traveling in a freighter combi On a hippie trailhead full of zombies I met a strange lady She made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said Do you come from a land down under A women go and men Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.